Welcome to The Lockdown, featuring your hosts, Eric Preston and Mike Conover. And now, The Lockdown Sports Podcast. Lift off and the clock has started. Holy shit, we fucking made it. It is opening day. By the time you hear this, we'll know the outcome of the Chiefs-Texans game that is about to be kicked off. What is up, my friend? Oh, oh, it's a joyous day. I'm, I'm running around the house like a kid. Goddamn, I don't even care if it is these goddamn Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> oh, man, it feels so good to know that there is real football tonight. It might not be the cleanest game we've seen, but it'll be real football, and I'm so excited. Yeah, and, and honestly, uh, I think that the defenses are, are the ones, I think, that are going to have the timing issues. Well, these I, two teams, that might be the case with these two teams, sure, because they, their offenses have some continuity. They don't have a lot mm-hmm. of brand-new pieces. I mean – Texans have a few, but same scheme, same coaches. So yeah, right. But I think I, I think we could see a, a high scoring game. Uh, I think that the teams that are gonna that are gonna be hurting early, I think, are some of these teams uh, with some new offensive lines. Yeah, new coordinators, new coaches, uh, right. rookie I quarterbacks. Think- I don't, I don't, I, I like the Bengals to get off to a slow start. Um, We'll get into all that. But, yeah, I, I think with no preseason games, and especially think about this. Think about a team that has a shitty defense that maybe doesn't know they have a shitty defense, and they think, wow, our, our offense is looking sharp. And then they get out there week one against an opposing defense and maybe a good defensive team, and all of a sudden everything falls falls apart. And uh, coordinators, coaches, eh, maybe, maybe, although their defense is pretty strong. Last year, uh, I don't know. I mean, look, it's it's going to be a weird year, but once the whistle blows and the ball is kicked off, it's going to just feel good to be back to football. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And uh, it was actually just <clears throat> just talking about this at dinner. I was like, uh, we were talking about the fans, and. I said to my and I and I said, you know, if they open it up, you know, say midway through the season, say week eight, they say you can have, you know, we're we're pretty good. You can start having, you know, fans in in the in the stadiums. Who do they go for? Do do they do they go to the season ticket holder <clears throat> first and I, say? I, I yeah, I think that's what they said that they had to do. Um, they said. Some of the teams said that they were going to start with um, season ticket holders uh, with seniority, so the longest season ticket holders, and just offer them, start by offering up the seats that are, I guess, the best or maybe the closest to theirs, and then just kind of go from there because you really can't put those up for sale right. until you give them the right of refusal. And even then, if they say no, shouldn't they then be able to sell the tickets and maybe even uh, – Profit off Yeah. Yeah, but could you, imagine if you, could you imagine if you've been sitting in the same seat for like twenty years mm-hmm. and you 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 can't even get a ticket to the damn game? Yeah, yeah, that would suck. So I would imagine they're gonna have to do that. 
Uh, so what, what do you think of my Zoom background there? That, I believe, is the guy who I said was going to be your starting quarterback. It is. One. It is. Um, look, man, he's in. Uh, and I think it's appropriate that I, that I put this up here tonight uh, because his name's going to be said probably just as much as either one of the two starting quarterbacks tonight. Uh, it's one of the things I hate the most about watching either the Chiefs or the Texans play is constantly throwing his name out there. Ain't his fault he went in that order. And to be honest with you, if you go back and look at a lot of the analysts, he was the consensus pick. I, Matt Miller, who is a uh, – I don't even know what company he works for, but uh, he's always showing up in my news feed. And tonight, he, before the game even started, at about 5 o'clock, he says, I wonder what Ryan Pace is doing tonight. So the first reply was a Bears fan that had a snapshot of Matt Miller's mock draft and – he had Trubisky going number two to the Niners, said he was the best, uh, the best quarterback prospect in the draft. So, look, it's great that everybody wants to pretend that they knew that of the three he was easily going to be the worst, but that's not the way it was. Well, if you go by – if you go by – this is the reason I think that they, you know, they have so many, so many troubles drafting quarterbacks sometimes. I feel like they go by intangibles. Yeah more than tape sometimes. Yeah, and, and, and Trubisky didn't have a lot of tape. Guy. And yeah, yeah, and I'm not saying Trubisky had bad tape or anything. But he does now. <laughs> I, well, I don't know how anybody watched that draft and said Deshaun Watson's not the the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah, yeah, going back and and just thinking about it, it, it was kind of Watson was the safest Mahomes had the, the cannon and maybe the most upside and Trubisky was sort of the project, but maybe a lot of people thought he had the opportunity to be the best one. Well, we'll see, you know, between, between the three of them, we've got, you know, like $750 million tied up now, like 735 of it is tied up to Watson and, and Mahomes, but uh, you know, Trubisky makes more than me. So I'll give him that. Look, I'm just I'm I'm preparing myself for it. I hate watching both of these two teams play and then they're playing each other tonight. His name's going to be thrown out there a million times. I may have to mute it and listen to some Wu Tang. Now, now the other thing you could also say is okay, he had uh, not so much. He didn't do much his rookie year, correct? Uh, yeah, he he barely played. Yeah, right. His second year in the league is a Pro Bowler. Yeah, and he had a good season, led him to the playoffs, and was a, right. a Cody Parkey. Cody Parkey makes that field goal, who the hell knows? Because right. they were they were a good team. And then year three, he kind of shits the bed. Yep. So he's he you might you may be able to say he's due this year. This you know, maybe he's maybe he's on an every other year kind of thing. But <laughs> yeah, that's what you want in a quarterback. But, but I mean, no, hey, Eli, Eli Manning was on kind of an every other year schedule. I, yeah, but I think I think that's that's one of the the the, the hangups with the NFL analysts and stuff, and really all all the major sports. If if you have a really good season, and you don't follow it up with a better season. And, I mean, what is he, 24, 25? Uh, yeah, something like that. He's not very old. Right. He has he has time to 
to have a bad season and, and bounce back. Like, you can have a bad season. It wasn't and- that long ago. Uh, he's 26. It wasn't that long ago that people would have been like, oh, well, it's only his fourth year in the league, and exactly. he's on his third offensive coordinator, so let's give him time. It, it doesn't work like that anymore. You need overnight yeah. results. And it can happen, obviously, as you see with Mahomes but um, and, and Watson. They, they've both had tremendous success. They have, and uh, they've also had more consistency around them than Trubisky. Yeah. Yeah, it's his third year I'm with not, Matt Nagy, but his second offensive coordinator. Now, now I'm not trying to, to say that Trubisky is in the class of Watson or <clears throat> Mahomes. Yeah, but he's, he's certainly not now. I mean, he, he. I I I don't think he's a. I don't think he's. I don't think he's as terrible as as you probably think he is. Yeah, I, I look. I wanted I wanted Foles to win because I feel like with that defense, if they can just get a game manager type quarterback, they can really do some damage, but no doubt about it. Trubisky has way more upside. than Maybe that's more of what, or maybe not. Maybe that, maybe that's more of what they'll ask him to do this year. Maybe they'll say, Hey, listen, don't try and hit the home run every single time. Just listen, move the ball. We'll play field position. When you get a chance, you get a chance, but I'd like to see him run more. This year, he was he that once yeah. that element came out of his game last year, it completely changed everything. He became easy, easier to defend and just, you know, make him throw, make him beat you. And he couldn't do it most of the time. Well, half of the time. All right. So let, let's move on. Let's let's run down the slate of games we have this week. So let's start with tonight. Uh, Houston, Kansas City, uh, the lock of the week is on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. It's Kansas City plus 101. Is, I thought it was 102. It's it might be it might be 102. Um, it's a lock of the week. Uh, max bet of 50 bucks brings you back 45 dollars. Can't go wrong with that. But it, as far as the actual game, uh, I got the Chiefs winning this one. What about you? I have the Chiefs winning easy. Um, the, Vegas, Vegas thinks so playing. too. The, the spread is like nine and a half now. Yeah, I got them going double digits. Like I think this will be like seventeen points. I think, I think uh, the Chiefs want to come out and show that that whole twenty-four point lead that Houston had was less of reality than the you know what did they reel off like thirty-one straight yeah. off on them? Yeah, and and I think where where. I mean, I think Houston's going to struggle on a lot of areas tonight, but Bradley Roby on Tyreek Hill could be a bloodbath, which surprised me because the the player prop on um, Tyreek Hill tonight, I think it's like over under like 69 yards. So to me, that's an easy over. Yeah, he might have that on the first play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So we, we both got the Chiefs tonight in an easy one. Uh, I don't I don't know about predicting the score. I think I gave something last time, but uh, I pulled it out of my ass, so I don't remember what it was. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely say Chiefs on this one. Uh, Seattle, Atlanta. You know, it's fun, funny. I'm looking at I'm looking at the um, you know, the the home versus road, and I, I mean, I guess it matters. Does it matter as much, even though there's no crowd, just because of the simple fact that it's uncomfortable traveling to begin with now because of COVID and because of 
um, the additional checkpoints and sanitation think, things that may be in think, place and flying it. Uh, you know, they're in private planes, but. I think there's still a level of comfort playing on your field. Whether, whether you, you acknowledge the crowd or not, whether there's, um, you know, there's people yelling your mama jokes or what, what have you. Um, there's an unspoken kind of rule of thumb that is home team gets three points. I mean, not when it comes to the actual spread, but you take right. that into consideration for sure. I, I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if that comes into play this year. I, I think it may. Uh, but without the crowd, we'll, we'll see. First couple of weeks and, and it's, it's going to be no crowd. So, all right. So Seattle, Atlanta, who you got? I'm, I'm going with the upset. I'm going with Atlanta. Um. Because and you want I, it or because you actually I, think they're going to pull it off? I actually went back and forth with this today. I was like, is this wishful thinking or do I really think that they can be? And uh, I think Seattle has, you know, their, their pass rush is, is even more depleted without Clowney. Uh, their secondary isn't, you know, there's no more Legion of Boom. So uh, I think Matt Ryan might have a chance to, to kind of throw on him between uh, Jones and Ridley. I do and, think this is going to be a shootout. And maybe and maybe you see the rebirth of Todd Gurley. That's what I'm very of, – of all the storylines in this game, I, I definitely want to see Gurley. That, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to the most here. Um, I, I think Seattle wins this one. I'm not a big Matt Ryan fan. I don't know. I mean, obviously he took his team to the Super Bowl and had – what, oh, I can't remember. What was he up like? Twenty-eight-three. Twenty-eight-three. Uh, yeah, um, but I've just never been a big fan of his. I don't hey, think he's got that leads, killer instinct. He, leads are easy to blow in in the Super Bowl. Hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I'm a big Russell Wilson fan, as I know you are too. I uh, hate that he's in in that division. I'm sure, but uh, I think Seattle wins this one. Uh, I f- I feel like they. Uh, they're the better team early on. Yeah, I mean, I hope Russ throws for five touchdowns. I just, yeah, I hope they lose though. <laughs> uh, thirty-eight, York. thirty-five, Falcons. Thirty-eight, thirty-five, Falcons. All right, so you got Falcons. I got Seahawks. Uh, Jets at Buffalo Bills. I think we're both going to be on the same side of this one. Uh, I got Buff. This was uh, one of only three bets that I placed this week. Uh, I got the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I think this is an easy one. The, the The Jets are a mess. One one of did you see one of their wide receivers is in a lot of trouble. Former Chicago Bear Josh Bellamy. Did you see that? No. Oh, oh, oh. all right. So we'll get to that in a sec. But um, Buffalo a significantly better defensively. Uh, they got the better quarterback. They have the uh, better pair of running backs. Obviously, I think Le'Veon Bell is way more talented than any of their backs, but I haven't seen him do shit since he came to the Jets, and I just don't think it's the, the vibes are bad there for him in this team. I don't think he's bought in. I don't think Gase wanted him. I think it's just a big hot mess over there. They've got nobody to throw the ball to on the offensive side of the ball. They re- let Robbie Anderson go. I, I just don't I, – I, I think the Jets end the year with the worst record in the NFL. In – Jets in New York football Jets fashion, they will win this game. 
they will win this game because Buffalo is going to come out and they're going to say it's the Jets. They suck. All the reasons that they should win the game, they're going to come out. Frank Gore is going to have about 85 yards rushing. He's going to lead the team. No, none of that's going to happen. The Bills will probably cruise. Um, I think they're going to have a – probably a four turnover game. Yeah, I think they steamroll this one. Uh, so Josh Bellamy yesterday. They four turnovers, but they'll only score 20 points. <laughs> that could be. Um, uh, Allen may throw the balls to the other team a few times too. No, I like I like Stefan Diggs in, uh, in Buffalo. So be- Bellamy was already on the physically unable to perform list. They released him yesterday. Today, he was arrested and charged in his role in a $24 million scheme to – uh, receive illegal loans intended for coronavirus relief. His company, Drip Entertainment LLC, according to the Justice Department, fraudulently filed for the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, so, yeah, Josh Bellamy is probably going to prison. So, so he was looking to, to do this scheme long before he got cut. Yep. Because, <laughs> I mean, he must have filed for that, like, you know, several months ago. Yeah, I mean, uh, March or April um, is, is when it happened. So, yeah, this is this is going to start to come out now because I think it was like two weeks ago is when uh, you was the earliest you could file for the amnesty on the repayment of the loan. So uh, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, this in the news. A uh, little surprised that he's been charged with this conspiracy to commit wire fraud and bank fraud. It's, it's a mess, but you look, it, it wouldn't be the jets. Uh, if something like this didn't happen. I mean, this is just, how, but how could, how could you not think that this was a reputable company drip entertainment? Yeah. Drip entertainment LLC. Uh, all right. Uh, let's move on to the next game. Chicago bears at the Detroit lions. Now, I'm a homer. We all know this. I, 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 just like every other football fan, I'm optimistic. I look at my team with rose-colored glasses on. Sometimes I'm realistic. Sometimes I'm not. At the beginning of the season, I'm never realistic. However, every football analyst at CBS across the board pick the Bears for last in the division, and I don't see that. I just don't see it. Am I wrong here that they're the worst team in that division? 3-13 and 13 was the most common record projected for them. I don't see how that happens. Listen, how many people said the 49ers were going to be 3 and 4 3 and 13, 2 and 14 last year? Yep. I was one of the only people on the planet that said that they were going to be a playoff team. Look, they were competitive with Nick Mullins and uh, who was who else did they have starting for? CJ Beathard. Yeah, CJ Beathard and yeah. So um I think people forget how far defense can take you um, here's, here's what i don't get and i'm trying to see it i am because i i'm like okay maybe i'm wrong maybe i have to be more realistic but 12 and 4 in 2018 8 and 8 last year with some really bad quarterback play because chase daniel started i forget how many three or four games um and he also appeared in you know, almost an entire game. And he's ter- how he continues to collect a paycheck, I just don't understand. 
And the roster that they're putting out there this year, in my opinion, is the best roster of the three years. So how, when you, you know, you, you put them together and you average 10 and six in those two years, how are they going to win seven less games with the defense? Yes. They're minus Eddie Goldman and that hurts big time. Uh, it's going to affect their ability to stop the run, but you upgraded at safety with Sean Gibson. You upgraded at outside linebacker from uh, uh, Leonard Floyd to Robert Quinn. I, and you upgrade. Amukamara was toast last year. He was not good. He was a liability on the field. Uh, and I think Jalen Johnson, even though he's a rookie and that's always a tough spot for, for a corner, I think his athleticism alone is going to make him better than Amukamara was last year. And I feel like the quarterback position is going to be better no matter what. Because even if Trubisky's horrible and they put Foles in there, there's no way on God's green earth that Foles is better or is worse than Daniels, uh, Chase Daniel from last year or the way Trubisky played last year. So I just don't see how they end up at 3-13. and 13. I don't see it. I wouldn't say no way because Foles, the last time we saw Foles, he was pretty bad. He was better than Chase Daniel, man. <laughs> Chase Daniel was terrible last year. But, but I, again, I think – I think coming off of that 12 and four season and Trubisky having the season that he had, I think they thought, okay, he's going to take this next leap. And we had, I think they tried to roll him out there like an elite quarterback. And I think he just, he needs to, I don't want to say baby. He doesn't need to be baby, but he needs to. Well, that's what they did with him last year. They, they by week, I think it was like week six, they had thrown most of the playbook out uh, and, and they're really just trying to keep it simple for him. So I, I think they just need to let him make plays. Go out there, use your legs, makes the entire offense harder to defend. And this is it. This is his last shot. I mean, he's granted it's the media but he's a pretty big laughing stock like he's the butt of a lot of quarterback jokes out there i wonder legitimately how many gms would even want him as a third string quarterback on their roster if he doesn't play well enough to get a contract with the bears this year i could easily see him being completely out of the league in two years um i don't know blaine gabbert stuck around for a long time yeah <laughs> there's 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 guys who who will I think there's there's guys who'd be like, oh, I would have done this with him. I would have done. I'm going to bring him in here. I think there's there's there'll still be unless he's like historically bad. I mean, he was he was pretty bad. He wasn't historically bad last year, but he right. was pretty bad. But if if he's if he's at least average, you know, like there's so many guys that that teams feel you know feel the need to keep putting on their teams that that aren't. You know, he he obviously, if he doesn't have a good season, he's not going to come in and get starter money. He might not even get a shot at a starting job. But yeah. I, I think I think he's, you know, there's the fact that he's got number one pick on his re, on his resume. I think that that'll boost him. Like it, somebody it might it, it might give somebody. Um... The, uh, the guts to take a shot on him. Either way, week one, uh, I, you know, Detroit's Detroit. Uh, Kenny Galladay pulled a hamstring yesterday. Swift is uh, limited in practice. Sorry, I hit the mute button by accident. Uh, Jeffrey Okuda is, was limited in practice. Uh, 
Um, they've got questions at the cornerback position for sure, especially if Okuda doesn't play. And Trubisky and the Bears have owned the lines for the past couple of years. Um, you know, last year they didn't face Stafford at all. They got uh, David Blau and uh, whoever else was playing quarterback for them. I don't even remember. Uh, so, so that obviously adds some to it. But um, I, 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 I got Chicago. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, I was, I was struggling with this one, but I'm going to go Chicago also. Um, I don't think it's going to be a, I don't think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Uh, I think most of the excitement's going to come from like Khalil Mack. Yeah. I think, I think he's going to wreak havoc on Stafford. I think that defense is going to wreak havoc on him, especially with, you know, some players banged up. So I think uh, he's going to, he's going to come out. You remember the way he, you remember the way he came out in week one against green Bay, the year they traded for him 2018. Uh, He's going to come out with that kind of energy. He's, he feels like he has a lot to prove this year. So uh, I'm very excited to see what he does to uh, opposing tackles this year and tight ends at the same time. Yeah, I I agree with you on that one. Um, But I I think especially this game, he's going to, I, I feel like I have so little faith in, in Detroit that yeah. I um I don't think they're gonna be able to stop Khalil and I don't think I think the league is going to get taken by storm by this defense again. Yeah. I I feel I, I feel I the same way. Of, I don't have a lot of faith in the offense. Me neither. But um I think if they can if they can just not like turn the ball over a lot. Yeah. Not put the in, in horrible situations. Yeah, yeah. and then and then be take advantage game. of of the good uh, field position that they're going to get. Um, kicking game again is a question mark. Eddie Pinero on on IR to start the season. Cairo Santos, their kicker, uh, has been really good in uh, in the off season for them in the scrimmage game in uh, camp. So we'll see. Hopefully, he he makes when he has the opportunity. All right, so we're in agreement on that one, Chicago. Green Bay at Minnesota. I I think Green Bay wins this one. Minnesota coming into the season with an all-new secondary with the exception of uh, the safeties. You know, brand-new corners. Their, their top three corners are, are, are new. Uh, two of them rookies. I don't like that look against Aaron Rodgers. I don't care whose receivers are. I feel like Rodgers also has a lot to prove this year. I don't know that he's going to have the weapons to prove it to the extent that he wants to, but uh, I'm, I'm down on Minnesota a lot this year. I, I believe there's a chance that Minnesota finishes last in the D in the division this year. And I don't uh, for, for week one in the circumstances that we're in right now, Kirk Cousins against Aaron Rodgers. I'm I'm going Aaron Rodgers. Now, if uh, if Hunter was 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 playing, I think I'd, I'd still I think I'd be leaning more towards Minnesota. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, but uh, I think with with him out uh, that. And 
it seems like Rodgers isn't the same guy with pressure on <clears throat> on him that he used to be. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think a lot of that's a supporting cast. And, um, you know, when, when McCarthy was around, I feel like Rodgers felt like he was in control. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, he just doesn't have that pull anymore. I, I definitely kind of agree with you. Um, I think, it, you know, he may be in that, in that period of time where he kind of has to adjust to his skill set now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm wondering if he's, like, I'm wondering if that injury, like, he had a couple of bad injuries, like the shoulder injury or it was his clavicle or whatever it was. I wonder if he's kind of like, I'm just trying to get through the day clean, you know, like I can't do what I used to do. And, you know, I'm not looking as good trying to do it. So I think he's scaling his game down a a little bit. I'm not saying he's not still a top quarterback, but um, I wonder if he's realizing that he's a half a step, you know, less than he was. Yeah, maybe. And and he does, you know, like Brady, he's got the football IQ to, to make sure that he can play at a high level when uh, maybe some of the physical skills start to go. I don't mind him throwing the ball away. Yeah. No. yeah I, so who are you going Green Bay on this one? I'm going Green Bay. I'm going Green Bay. I think, uh, I think you know, Green Bay will probably start out pretty good like they did last year until they – play somebody that can expose them yeah they played way over their head last year that shit ain't gonna happen and they're not gonna go they're not gonna win 13 games so that till that fateful monday night uh-huh in santa Clara, miami at new england uh i got miami on this one believe it or not i don't have a good feeling about the patriots this year i know everybody else still thinks oh it's the patriots this ain't the same team uh half their defense opted out i i don't believe they're going to be able to play at the same level they played at last year. They don't have Tom Brady anymore. Cam Newton has looked horrible uh, in practice and yeah, it's practice and yeah, it's the off season, but he's coming off of an injury. And if you can't look good when it is a very controlled environment and the plays are scripted and you're not allowed to get hit, he completed less than 60% of his passes uh, in these inner squad scrimmages. And even in seven on sevens, he looked bad he doesn't have a lot of receivers to throw to. I I just I think New England is in for a wake up call here. Uh, and Miami, I know it sounds crazy, but Flores did a hell of a job last year when uh, the whole world felt like they were tanking. And Fitzpatrick is a you know what you're getting with him. He's steady. They've got some good weapons on offense. They're going to be able to run the ball a little bit uh, with with Jordan Howard and um, uh, Matt Breida. And I just I think Miami Miami has beat New England several times in the past couple of years, and with no Tom Brady, I think they're going to come out fired up and licking their chops. And I actually got Miami in this one outright. I mean, they're getting six and a half points, so if you're going to take the spread, I like it even more. But I, I think Miami wins. I got to disagree with you uh, on this one. You're going going with Emperor Belichick. I'm going with the emperor. He's got a new uh, Sith Lord over there. Um, I think Cam uh, has a bounce back season. Um, I don't. I don't really put too much into how guys do 
in seven on seven drills. Um, I think he's he's trying to figure out the offense. I think Belichick will put him in good spots, and I think I think McDaniel's is going to let uh, let Newton use his athleticism, and I think he'll be really good for the first seven games until he goes down for the season with an injury. But <laughs> um, no, I'm not. So you wish that. you want him to have a half a bounce back season. No, I, I think I think Cam will uh, will be able to get the job done, especially against. I think Miami is uh, he's going to want to come in, and I think he's really going to want to show off, and I think he's going to want to show everybody that he's you know he was worth you know he's worth a lot more than New England got him for. I'm sure that'll be the the uh, the attitude. I just I think uh, I think they fail week one. We'll see. I mean, I know it's not the popular pick, but it's just a gut feeling of mine, and it's not because I I was uh, chatting with my barber yesterday and he was talking up Miami. I don't know. I could I could just see Cam doing one of those have one of those Superman games when he's he's flying all over the place, swooping down, pinching Lois laying on the ass. Lone kisses the Wonder Woman. Philly at Washington. I don't know. I don't know how great he's going to throw the ball, but I think he's going to do enough to, to get him the W. Yeah. Who's, who's going to carry the ball for New England? I mean, they got a million running backs. Who, If you had to guess week one, who's going to, who's going to get the uh, line share of the carries? Or is it going to be what it always is? Everybody's going to get three or four carries. I think Cam's going to lead the team in rushing this year. Okay. That could be. That, that, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, Philly at Washington. Um, I mean, Philly, Philly's a better team, but they've got a lot of question marks going into week one. Washington's a mess. They've had arguably the worst offseason in sports history. I can't think of a team that had more chaos. I mean, just, just nuts. Uh, and then they don't have a lot of talent on top of that. I mean, Rivera with cancer. They, you got the sex scandals with the ownership. You've got the team having to change their name and not being even creative enough to come up with a nickname. Their logo is a W, uh, which is ironic. It should be an L. And right, <laughs> right before the season starts, you cut your one of your veteran leaders in Adrian Peterson. It's just horrible vibes in Washington. And uh, I'll, I'll take Philly all day on this one. I, you know, I think Carson Wentz by himself is enough to, to win this game. Yeah, I'm going to go Philly also. Um, I don't think Philly's going to look great doing it. Yeah, me neither. Uh, the reason being, uh, Washington still has a pretty stout defense. And they got a stout defensive line. Kerrigan and now Chase Young. And uh, who's it? Uh, Allen? Mm-hmm. The boy from uh, Alabama. Yeah, I think they're going to be with, with that patch. It's patch a good work. nucleus on defense for sure. Yeah, with that patchwork of an offensive line uh, that Philly's got. They're still, Philly's got a lot of question marks, man. In the offseason, we, we, we may see Jalen Hurts. We, we, we were talking about how, you know, the Eagles did enough to upgrade their receivers with, you know, Rager and Goodwin. Goodwin opts out. Rager's injured. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey's injured. Uh, Miles Sanders questionable 
Jason you might as well Peters. say Deshaun Jackson's injured because yeah, yeah. maybe he's not. He's going to be. Jason Peters starting left tackle for them again. There are a ton of question marks in Philly. Um, but I, I think they win this one for sure. Las Vegas Raiders against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I We might be on opposite sides of the fence on this one too. You go first. Who you got? I have – this was a tough one for me. But I'm going to go Carolina. Okay. I'm going to go Carolina. I think, uh, I think Teddy B is going to come out and he's going to have his 197 yards passing, one touchdown, no interceptions, and Christian McCaffrey has 212 yards rushing and 193 yards receiving. <laughs> hey, that the sounds like – the other four yards for Bridgewater would have gone to McCaffrey, but the ball gets tipped up in the air and Bridgewater catches it and, and falls forward for four yards. <laughs> so uh, Christian McCaffrey has all of every one of the Carolina Panthers yards from scrimmage. It is possible. Uh, he, he did that all last year. So uh, I got, I got Vegas in this one. Um, I'm nervous about their receiving core. I mean, they're they're starting two rookie wide receivers. They they don't have a lot of depth there, but a uh, little continuity in the coaching staff and offensive system. Derek Carr is going to be solid enough solid enough in this game. The running game with Josh Jacobs is going to be enough to control the game. And I'm nervous about Carolina starting four rookies on defense. Eventually, and, eventually, I think it's going to be a great defensive team in Carolina. But four, four rookies in an offseason where they didn't take a single live snap against a veteran coach, a veteran quarterback, and one of the best young running backs in the game, to me, spells a win for Vegas. You you've got you make you make some compelling points, but <laughs> when somebody gets 400 yards of total offense, you can't beat that. That's that's going to be a hell of a fantasy game. Uh, I have a feeling we're going to agree on this one too. Indianapolis Colts at Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags are a fucking mess. Um, they've made a concerted I effort. Pick, I won't uh, pick the Jags in an in an intra squad game. <laughs> uh, they the. Um, the Jags have made a concerted effort to trade away all of their good players in, in the offseason. They – I, I there's just nothing good on, on this team. And the Colts had a really – have a really solid roster. And if Andrew Luck didn't retire abruptly before last season, I think they would have been a Super Bowl contender. They have the best offensive line in football. They've got some uh, good weapons on offense, good solid tight end, great running game, and they they upgraded. They brought in Jonathan Taylor too, and replacing Jacoby Brissett with Philip Rivers. Uh, man, plus, this is plus, this, plus. this is yeah, this is just going to be. Hey. A cakewalk for the Colts. This is this is the same Indianapolis team that beat Kansas City last year. Yeah, this is with. Well, I don't even want to say the same. They didn't have better. Rivers. They didn't have Buckner. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This this uh, this Colts team is going to be good this year, and and this is a 
good start to get some momentum for sure. I think there's two AFC teams that I think are going to kind of flip flop from last year and, and be really, really good. I think the Colts are one of them and the Steelers are the other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, let's see what's next on. Oh, Cleveland, Baltimore. Um, uh, we might disagree on this one too. Oh, you think so? Go ahead. You first. I'm going with the land, man. Okay. I'm going with Cleveland. Here's the thing. Cleveland, strong defense. And if, and, uh, Baltimore, just lost Earl Thomas. And I think with Did Cleveland. They? I hadn't heard that. No. Yeah, he got, through, <laughs> he got into a, a kind of a kerfuffle. Yeah, and who did he sign with again? Oh, wait, nobody picked him up yet. <laughs> it, well, he's got a clear, not waivers, but um, the mental health checkup. Mm. I think he's having trouble with that one. But um, I, I see a, a healthy Odell, a healthy Jarvis Landry. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. You know, they they've got some they've got some serious weapons and I feel like Baker's gonna have that. The that, mojo? Yeah, I think he's gonna have it because he's one of those people that I feel like plays so much better with a chip on his shoulder and not one when you're the best. And here's a commercial. I feel like the the more you hear, you know, halfwits like Colin Coward uh, talk about him, uh, I think that's the kind of thing that's going to fuel him. I think he's going to have a big year. He's going to have – I think he'll have a big year, and then people will say, oh, well, he only had it because he's got Beckham and uh, and Landry and all these other weapons. But I think he has a big year. Um I wonder about I, I I wonder about Baltimore though. You know, did did Lamar? You know, is Lamar a little bit better of a passer this year, or is he always going to be that kind of that guy? So I agree with everything you said about Cleveland, uh, but week one, the reigning division champs. I think they played a little over their heads defensively last year. They lost a lot of starters, and it didn't seem to slow them down. And they do have a very solid defense. Got a great, great secondary, uh, even without Earl Thomas. And they are the most run-heavy team in the NFL. I just I, – I, I think Baltimore wins week one. But I agree with everything you said about Cleveland. I think they're – in a better spot, I think they will uh, compete for the division. But week one at home, I think Baltimore wins this one. We'll see. Wouldn't be shocked to see if Cleveland does it. Uh, let's see if uh, OBJ can uh, come up with some shit. But I do think Marquise Brown has a huge play this week, probably <laughs> every week. So let's talk about OBJ. Um. <laughs> He's the shit. So he, he is the shit. You are what you eat, right? Here, here's my take on this. If she made it up, it actually happened to her, 
and she just substituted OBJ for someone else because she had way too much detail about it. Talking about how he lined up the peroxide on the kitchen sink or on the bathroom sink <laughs> and just like it just no, no. If she shit on some dude, which she according to her story, she couldn't actually do it. She was willing to, she didn't give a fuck, but she <laughs> could she couldn't get it done. And because of that, he never flew her out again. So here's what she said. And who who's whose ex is she again? I, I think she's banged a bunch of dudes. But she's some rapper's ex. Um, Slim Danger, she goes by. Um, the story is she alleges that uh, OBJ flew her out. Uh, she didn't say where. Flew her out uh, to do some dirty shit to him. And he, prior to her coming out, he asked her not to shower mm. for at least 24 hours. He had a he had a timer on. He told her not to wear any underwear on the plane so that she got a little extra stank. He mm-hmm. asked for a pic of her on the toilet taking a shit, of which she complied and upgraded and sent him a video. And then he wanted to be shit on. See, now, now these are kind of things you would have some receipts for. Like if you sent him a video... Uh, you like if I if Beckham asked me to take a shit and videotape it, like that's something you're gonna save. And she like, she sent it to him. Friend. I'm sure that thread is still there. So that's what kind of makes me think she's telling the truth. The other thing that makes me think she's telling the truth was, did you see Beckham's comment on his Instagram post? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was something like nothing throwing me off course, no matter what shit gets thrown my way. Yeah. Uh that's basically his way of copying to it. Here's I I, I just want to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> no, no pun intended. I want to be a fly. <laughs> I want to be a fly on the wall in the locker room in Cleveland. How much shit is he gonna take? <laughs> no pun intended well, from his teammates. And and honestly, seeing how he reacts to people talking about him, like the whole Josh Norman thing. That could cripple the whole season if they mess with him enough. I feel like he's he's a bit of a mental midget he's, in that he's, way. He's a little sensitive. And you know, I technically, you know, personally, I I do not. I don't really believe it. It it actually happened. I mean, people are into freaky stuff. So if it happened, I, you know, it's, it's it's his business. I don't I don't really mind it. Um. But, you know, so you, I, I you think know. you think she was just talking shit then? I think it could have been a situation like this. Like, you know, maybe he did fly her out and maybe he kind of dogged her out. That could be. And that's why he doesn't fly her out anymore because, you know, he did it. And, you know, maybe she's a woman scorned. She's like, I'm going to tell everybody I shit on you. Yeah. But yeah. she said she couldn't. So he requested it, but she couldn't deliver. I don't know. Um, it's just, it's just... She should have just brought the shit from the video. <laughs> right? Like, here, there you go. There's the floater. <laughs> on the plane. Uh, this is a... Uh, I'm, I'm going to check this bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
No, that's not um <laughs> So you got so you got Cleveland, I got Baltimore. Moving on to uh Los Angeles Chargers. Still still have trouble saying that one if I'm not looking right at it. At Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Bengals struggle in this one. I like what they've done. I like the setup of their team. They've got a good young nucleus of offensive players, just extended Joe Mixon. They have their quarterback of the future, presumably. They have still have A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross, T. Higgins. Right then they get T. Higgins? They got uh, – yeah. Yeah, so they've got some good young offensive weapons, and I think it's going to be an improved team. But uh, I think even without Derwin James, I think the Chargers win this one. See, and I'm kind of going with Bengals going to be pumped. Uh, Burrow's going to come out. I think both of these teams are going to look like hot garbage. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the, the Chargers are missing some, some players for sure. Right. No, no Derwin James, no Mike Williams. I think with the Chargers, with, you know, you know their team is kind of in disarray right now. Uh, I always liked uh, Tyrod Taylor, but he keeps seeming to get, in, get into these situations where he's on these teams that have nothing. Yeah, yeah nothing, nothing invested around. in him. He's just this, this placeholder and – they're just waiting right. for the for the perfect excuse to dish them, right? So, uh, but keep cashing those checks, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> but uh, but I think I think it's it's kind of an ugly game. There's going to be some mistakes. Both teams should lose at you know at some point. Yeah. But I think I think the Bengals will lean on Mixon, and I agree with that. AJ Green will make a couple of plays, and I think the Bengals might get this one. AJ Green completed his first healthy week of pack practice since the year 2018. That is that is a fact. He practiced all week. It's the first time he's done that since 2018. Did he get a chip? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. One week healthy. <laughs> this is an intriguing game. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Brady that is Breeze. A beautiful way to start out the season. Week one. I you could argue this should have been the Thursday night game, but I understand why they picked this one. But man, are we lucky to get this week one? This is going to be a good divisional rival game this year. Uh, I, I, I I'm I'm torn on this one. What's your take? I'm going Nolans. I'm going Nolans in a bit of a shootout. I think I think the game is going to start out fast. And I think it's going to continue on. Um, I think we're going to see some really good, uh, like some vintage Drew Brees, some vintage Brady. But uh, I think Brees uses all those weapons and and pulls it out because I think uh, I think New Orleans defense will get a couple of stops uh, when yeah. you need it. I'm I'm still not sold on Brady. We've talked about that uh, pretty extensively in the off season. It's not that I doubt Tom Brady's greatness because, in my opinion, he is the go quarterback. He's just he's one. He's one. He's one. I don't know how much he has left in the tank. 
Tampa Bay, I don't think, was one player away last year. They have added quite a bit more. But I, I just – I want – let me see it come together. Mike Evans is already starting off the season nicked up. Uh, he's kind of been known for these soft tissue injuries. He usually plays through them, but he'll, he'll you know, leave a game early. Mm-hmm. On the road to open up – I saw him leave a game one time with a concussion. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> Unbelievable, these guys. Oh, um, yeah. I just, I th- for me, I, I guess I'm leaning New Orleans, but it, it's a pick. I don't feel real strongly about it. This is this is the one game that I, I could just couldn't really decide on. Uh, but you know, I'll go. I'll go with the team that's played together for a couple of seasons right. and, and and has continuity. And you know, Michael, there's there is not a receiver quarterback connection that's more on the same page in my opinion than michael thomas and drew Brees, and uh gotta go with them they, they came came through some of the drama they had in the off season uh with uh breeze making the stupid ass comments about kneeling and then you know camara was or wasn't going to be traded it's going to be a great game i agree with you i think it's a shootout as well but uh i'll, I'll go with new orleans as well yeah this is probably going to be the best game of the week yeah it could it could be Definitely could be the most high scoring. I think I think it might be a toss up between tonight's game and this game, but uh, I don't think Houston's going to be able to hold up their end of the bargain in the high scoring shootout tonight. Manuel Sanders catches the game winning touchdown. Let's see. All right, Arizona against San Francisco. Um, something I hadn't thought of until this morning when I was listening to the lovely Lisa Ann on Fantasy sports radio mm-hmm. air quality in california is really fucking shitty right now yeah it is and there is a question on whether or not they'll even be able to play the games on sunday it's gonna depend a lot on what the wind does on saturday mm-hmm. so uh i don't think that affects the outcome of this game because i think san francisco wins this one uh i don't think it's going to be a blowout or anything like that i just think they're the better team arizona is going to be much improved i think kyler murray is going to continue to improve and take some steps he's difficult to defend they now have the receivers to to sort of run that open spread offense like um like they want to run i just think san francisco is the better team and they get the win yeah san francisco is a better team um but this game does scare me a little bit uh, Cardinals played San Francisco pretty tight last year. Uh, San Francisco in one game didn't have Kittle. Uh, they were banged up with a few people. Um, but they had – one of the problems they had was containing Murray. So if they can A lot get, of people had problems with that last year. Yeah. If I mean he, I think with the, he tied in his first game, right? Wasn't it? Was it week one or week two? Or they tied? Yeah, I think so. I think it was week one. Yeah, yeah. So right off the bat, the Lions, you know, they couldn't beat him. Yeah. The Lions, it yeah. Big, it was a big comeback too. They were down like twenty-seven yes. or something. Yeah, classic, classic. But, um, but 49ers had like I think two or three turnovers, like deep in Arizona's territory. In one game, uh, and then they needed a the last second drive to beat him. The second game, 
Um, and Arizona's definitely gotten better. They, you know, they, they added D-Hop. Um, Kenyon Drake will be there still. So um, I think the 49ers can still win, but I'm a little worried if, uh, you know, who, who's going to be out there at receiver. Ayuk didn't practice. Uh, Debo didn't practice. Yeah, they're they're banged up. Um, it was looking good for Debo. Then all of a sudden, I think I think San Francisco just kind of said, you know what, let's hold you out. Um, yeah. He didn't have a setback, right? That, that's not what happened. What? He didn't have a setback this week. No, he, he hasn't. Just... He hasn't practiced. Yeah, he hasn't practiced. He's yeah. um he's he's been dressing for practice, and they pretty much have him on the sideline, from what I hear. But um. I wonder if he'll get in there tomorrow. If he gets in there tomorrow, I think he could play. But I don't think Ayuk's going to play because yeah, he no, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, this this um maybe not the best game to be short at uh, receiving threats because uh, Arizona could put some points up and. Uh, but and get I think the they're going to. I think you know if they have to, they'll they'll rely on the run. Yeah, but they've been known to do uh, that. Garoppolo did, he, Garoppolo did throw all over him last year, though. Yeah, and and, and, I, and I do still think that you're going to be able to throw on Arizona. They were terrible against the tight end last year, and San Francisco just happens to have the best tight end in football in, in one George Kittle. Uh, San Francisco one can – He had one of his best plays. Was that, stiff arm. That, he, yeah, he, that was the one where he caught it over the middle. and, and Yeah. Yeah, that was beautiful. He knocked, he knocked Buda Baker on his ass twice. Yeah. Buda Baker, who's now somehow the highest paid safety in the league. Um, I, I, for me, what I love about San Francisco and the personnel they have that works with Kyle Shanahan's office is just uh, offense. They're so versatile. They can run or pass out of any formation because of use check and, and Kittle, and it just makes it hard to defend. And, uh, yeah, I, I think they'll pull this one off. And I think we'll see a decent amount of McKinnon this, uh, this week, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're paying him. They might as well use him. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they need to use him. He needs to get like three years worth of work in. Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams in Inglewood. Um, I, uh, I think Dallas, I like Dallas in this one. Uh, was it, are you high on Los Angeles this year? You think they're, they're primed for a bounce back year? Was it you who said that to me? Uh, I do think that they will be better. Um, I don't know if I call it a bounce back year because uh, I think they're going to have a tough time in the West. But I think they'll, they'll surprise a team like Dallas. I think Dallas will win this game, but I think this is a game Dallas could blow uh, L.A. out. But I don't think they will. I think they'll uh, – you know, I wonder I, – I want to see how Dallas comes out if they come out, like, pressing, like, trying to make, you know, huge plays every single time. Dak's got a lot to prove. Dak's making too many mistakes. Dak's trying to get that 50 mil. Yeah, I like Dallas in this one. Uh, I'm not sold on Los Angeles. I think Goff came back down to earth for what he is as a quarterback last year. Uh <clears throat> Questions in the running game for me in Los Angeles. I mean, I think they've got a, a decent amount of backs to choose from. I just don't know if any of them are any good. Uh, I think by midseason, Cam Akers takes over as the lead back there. I think it's a little bit of a running back by committee. Um, Dallas has 
one of the top backs in the league. Uh, they've got a quarterback who is young and hungry and trying to get paid, and he's got no shortage of receiving threats between Gallup and CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. He's got guys who can who can catch the ball and, and potentially uh, take the top off the defense with uh, CeeDee Lamb. I think Blake Jarwin is a, is a good sleeper tight end this year. Yeah. I don't think people realize that Dallas's offensive line is not only not what it used to be, but it doesn't have the depth that it did before. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them struggle at times to run the ball this year. But uh, in week one, I, I think they are able to muster enough to, uh, to get the job done and, and beat the Rams. Yeah, I agree. And I think, uh, I think you hit the head, you hit the nail right on the head with, with golf. I think the reason LA struggled last year was because they got away from uh, giving the ball to Gurley. Mm -hmm. And I think they tried to, to finesse their way around uh, giving the ball to Gurley, you know, whether he was hurt or they were trying to save him. I don't think golf is the guy that can put the team on his shoulders. Yeah. Now they don't have Gurley. You know, I think he's a, I think he's a good compliment to a, you know a great running game but like if they got an if they got a really great like if they got alvin kamara in la I, they would be a great fit for them they would they would jump right back up there and be that team that could put 40 up on you in a half i could see that sure because it just makes them harder to defend they're able to to match those those uh linebackers up against uh receivers and and just screw you over right but they don't have kamara and they lose this one. And I don't think they got enough money for him anyway. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I don't think Jalen Ramsey is gonna help him out with that. Not now. Well, at least he can afford to buy that house that was staged for him. <laughs> All right. On to the Monday night games. Pittsburgh at the Giants. Pittsburgh is a sexy Super Bowl pick this year. I can't tell you how many analysts I've seen pick them to go to the Super Bowl. I get it. They've got a great defense. They were competitive last year, made it to the playoffs with shit play for quarterback. Like Almost made it to the playoffs. Uh, almost made it to the playoffs, yeah. Uh, shit play for, for from the quarterback position, even even worse than, than the Bears got. Uh, and, and no consistency either. So they were constantly switching back between Duck and, and uh, Mason Rudolph. And it was just – it was a hot mess. So you bring two-time Super Bowl – winning quarterback back into the mix. Uh, it certainly is going to boost that up a little bit. Uh, I still have some question marks about their offense. Uh, the wide receiver position is still a question mark. They've got Juju. They've got a couple of names out there. Um, you know, Washington had a good year last year. Um, what's his name? Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, potential. Um, They've got Ebron now. Yeah, I'm not a big Ebron fan. Um uh, I look, I, I get it. I, I, I can see why people want to want to jump back on that bandwagon. Uh, I'm not there yet. Let me, let me see big Ben. It may take him a while to get the, the rust off. He hasn't played in a game since what was that? Like week three last year where he got hurt. Yeah. It was earlier than it, that. It, yeah. Was it week two or week one? It was very early on in the I think season. It was week two. Cause, cause they played the Niners in week three. Yeah. Very early on in the season, so he hasn't played in a long time, and he he really didn't get the chance to to shake the rust off in, in the preseason. Um, but I, I think they win this one. I like 
I like some of the moves that the Giants made. I'm not sold on the coaching staff. As a matter of fact, I have a lot of question marks about some of the bullshit that this coach is doing. Uh, I don't know if you saw. Did you see? I'm very. It just it. It. He seems very disrespectful. He seems. It. I don't know. I mean, it is disrespectful, but it's almost like, like, hey, I'm the I'm the coach of this team. You haven't coached us in a fucking game yet. You have no head coaching experience in the right. NFL. You're from uh, a tree of failed coaches other than the, the emperor at the top. Let me see you do something. Then you can pull some of this shit. Yesterday, he, like, towards the end of practice, told them all that they practiced like shit and started the whole practice over. He's taped tennis balls to their hands. He's had coaches running 40s. Look, if this works – and I'm the asshole, maybe, but I just think it's going to wear old very quickly with, with this team. And uh, I, I don't know that it's the right approach to take with a lot of young players because I feel like a, a, the youngsters nowadays don't like to be treated like that. And, and the, youngsters, I, the youngsters. The youngsters. Hello, fellow children. I just I, – I don't, I don't have a good vibe. I, I think this could be a one or two year and done coach. Um, I could be wrong. He could be the next Belichick, but uh, it's just my impression so far is not a positive one. Obviously, uh, a good young core here at running back and quarterback, Saquon, the most exciting back in the league, in my opinion. Legs like tree trunks, difficult to take down. He can catch the ball. He could do it all. Uh, good Good player to, to sort of build around. I still think they were wrong for drafting him as high as they did, but they got him on the roster. I don't think it's enough to beat Pittsburgh in week one. Uh, but, um, yeah, the, the, the uh, time will tell on the judge. Yeah. Uh, I feel like <clears throat> most times that, you know, crazy, you know, authority you know the, the the just maximum authority kind of coach it can go bad and it can go bad quick i think um you know when you see a guy like it works for for certain some guys like cower like it worked for cower because you would see cower you know yelling but it was more his passion than him being a dick yeah you know, same, same with with Gruden. I feel like, and Gruden's a psychopath. Yeah, he's he's awesome, awesome. I love the guy. I don't think he's another one that he either has to have like all rookies or all like seasoned vets. Like I feel like if you're in the league for for four or five years, you're not going to get along with Gruden. But, um. I, I just, I, you know, I, I think there's got to be, like, that type of, of, of coaching, I don't know, like, you're right, I don't know if people will respond to it the, the, way, the way this younger generation is. I don't know. I don't know if they respond to it. I think they respond more to, like, Tony Dungy. Yeah, and encouragement, uh, firm but right. fair coach right this is what you're doing wrong this is how you have to fix it come on let's go you got this not right you suck run another lap right 
Yeah. So are you, uh, you got the Steelers in this one as well? I got the Steelers in this one. I think they're going to wreak havoc on Daniel Jones. I think Big Ben has a pretty good game. I think he, uh, he'll probably throw for about three, 350. How many and fumbles does Daniel Jones have in this game? Two. Two. I think he yeah, I was gonna set, a, I was going to set the over-under at one and a half. So I'll, I'll I think take he has, I think he has one on a sack and one on a scramble. Yep. Yeah, that sounds, and, that sounds reasonable. And uh, – but I think, I think, you know, the Steelers between Dupree and, and, and Watt but and Dupree. Hayward, yeah, I think they're going to be in his face uh, because – and, you know, I'm not sold on his receivers. I don't – you know, I'm, I was always a big Sterling Shepard fan. I, you know, I just don't – See the guy, though. You know, and the same thing with, with you know, who's Slayton over there. Yeah, and, and Golden Tate's out this week. Yeah, so, I mean, if, I feel like if you have – I feel like you've got a bunch of, like, number two and three. Guys. Yes, I feel exactly the same way. If they had a stud-wide receiver that would elevate everybody else, um, it would it would shift some of the defense's attention over, and they just don't have that right now. Barkley's and, that guy. And you never know – what Ingram's going to do. Ingram might have a monster game and he might shit the bed. Yeah, this is a make or break season for him, man. That dude's got to stay healthy and be consistent. And they were trying to trade him all off. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's see what happens. Last game on the slate, Tennessee Titans at Denver Broncos. Fucking sucks, man. Vaughn Miller out for the year. Uh, We hate preseason. I hate preseason even more when there's no preseason games, but you still have the preseason injuries disappointing for them uh, last a lot of play of practice too yeah the last play of practice indoors because it was snowing outside the day after it was 94 degrees in denver like come on really I'll take vaughn miller from us and bradley chubb is not coming along uh from his acl injury the way they anticipated so yeah some some bad vibes in denver man it, it just sucks injuries are part of the game but you never like to see them to anybody especially marquee players especially marquee players in the last play of practice of the week of game one it just it sucks right. um, you know it sucks for him sucks for Darwin james and 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 all the other uh injuries that i'm forgetting about right now but denver um i think lots of question marks for them Again, a, a lot of young players on offense. If Drew Locke takes a step and is as consistent and is the guy, and you got Cherry Judy, you got Cortland, so you got a lot of weapons uh, there, and certainly no shortage of talent at the running back position with Melvin Gordon, Philip Lindsay, and, and even Royce Freeman. I. Don't like their chances week one against the Titans, though, against uh, my, my boy Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to stick to their identity, run the ball. I think it'll take Clowney a little while to get going. I mean, he just he just signed a couple days ago, so I can't imagine how – you know, they'll probably use him situationally, maybe you know third and long, something like that, to try to put some pressure on the passer. Uh, but I just think Tennessee, very successful team last year, good coach, good vibes, good juju, and what they want to do, you can do without a lot of preseason games. Oh, yeah. They run the ball. They slow the game down. They play defense, and they take shots when they're there. Yeah. Who you got in this one? I got Tennessee. 
Yeah, I, I think uh, I think so. I got Tennessee. I I, I would have had I would have taken Tennessee, even with uh, Vaughn Miller. Me even too. even with Von Miller, you know, it, it, I I have to see Drew Locke do something before I'm gonna. Yeah, and, and Cortland Sutton's not going to play most likely. He's got a um, AC joint injury. The uh, MRI came back clean, no tear, uh, but that just happened today. So there's, I, in my opinion, I don't think he plays even even if they just hold him out, um, you know, as a precaution. So that that's that's a blow to their receiving core. All right, so that that wraps up the football portion. And uh, before we wrap it up, uh, did you watch the Heat? Celtics game last or sorry the uh Celtics Raptors game uh, Raptors game last night I did and that uh, was it, a hell of a game it was actually one of the you know I've been saying that it just doesn't feel like playoff basketball uh the Raptors and the uh, the Raptors and the Celtics uh have not let me down they've they're this game could have been in 1996, man. Yes, the end, the um, end, the fourth quarter, the end of the fourth quarter, the end of the first and second overtimes. It was just, it was to me, it was the best game of the playoffs. Um, I love, I love my boy OG Ananobi um, hitting some big shots. That was a huge three point. Oh man, he's he's been clutch, man. He's the one who hit that game, um, uh, game winner uh, in uh, game three, I guess it was. Uh, they were they were almost done, man. They were almost done, and and. It, during the pod, we thought the Celtics went up 3-0 because yeah. ESPN's shitty uh, game update didn't didn't move quick enough. And they won that game, and they've clawed their way back. And, and this is just a great series. And um, you know, I'm, I'm loving it. I, I, last night's game was fantastic. It was. It, I mean, it was I – think, I think Boston is the better team. But for – like, this is to show you – in just about all sports, how far defense can take you. Yeah, they, yeah, Toronto is definitely the better defensive team. Right, because Toronto just – they sit back and they, they, they contest you. They contest everything. You're not getting wide-open looks against them. They're making you work. And then they go down and, you know, and it's a mix of, you know, Lowry and Van Fleet and Siakam. Yeah, it's, Lowry was uh, money defensively. Uh, right at the and end of have, the overtime, they have a bunch of guys. They, they've got no true superstar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I, I. It's funny. I think if Kawhi's on this team, um, I think they're the favorite. They're which, probably the best team in the league. Look, they have the I, second I, yeah. best record, second best record in the NBA without Kawhi. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, hell, hell of a game. Had a lot of fun watching that. And uh, can't wait to can't wait till Game Seven. Lakers pulling away from the Rockets here um, with seven thirty three left in the second, so very early, but they're up by ten. Yeah, the Rockets are the Rockets. They, yeah. they, listen, they are what they are. They've got their their two best players are guys who have a tendency to disappear in the playoffs. D'Antoni's done done a good job with this team. Um, D'Antoni, I, I don't think he's done a great job. I think he's done what Dan Tony does. I think he 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 gets him just can, close enough. Right. You can't. I, I just don't feel like you can win. 
it's an oddly constructed roster, though. They've got a lot of scorers. They've got nobody that really plays great defense. I mean, P.J. Tucker mm-hmm. can play some defense, but they trade away their center, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's just an odd roster. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, I see, what he's, I see what he's trying to do, and it works in the regular season. But when, when teams get to see that five, six games in a row, they're going. They make the proper adjustment, and it it, it just doesn't. I don't, I don't know. I had, I could be wrong, but haven't been yet. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it it just I don't see see that working for him, you know. And I think if he could find a way to mix in, you know, like when because if if they're not shooting well, the game is over. There is no contingency plan. Yeah. The game is just over. A hundred percent. They don't, they don't have another strategy they can go with. They're like, we're going to shoot 75 three pointers. If we make 30 of them, we'll be in the game. Mm -hmm. If we don't, we're fucked. All right. Before we go, um, where does Giannis play next year? I want to say Milwaukee. Me too. I I don't know why. I just, I feel like I kind of believed him when he said that. I, I feel like he's the kind of guy that that is is better in that small market and he's loyal to you know to what's around him. I don't think he wants to go and team up and be like a you know a super team, but you know he'd be he'd be re- I mean it would be really really crazy if he went to you know I've seen reports about him fitting in with Miami. My, Miami has the, the, uh, the Vegas odds. Um, and to, Toronto to also. Yep. Miami, uh, Toronto, and the Sixers were the top three teams if he leaves more. Sixers, I wouldn't, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even take their phone call. <laughs> I, I, if I was him, no. I, there's no way I would – there's no way I would put myself in that situation. Yeah. I well, let's, even let's see who they land for a coach. Let's see what they do with their roster. And, would, uh, I, I wouldn't care. I'd say, listen, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, there is no Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. You know, and I don't have anything against them personally. I but, don't know that he's got the personality to work in that city. Right. And I, and I, what are you going to have? You're going to have him, Ben Simmons, and, and B. Yeah. Doesn't even sound. Nah, I think, I think you, got, you got three, three guys who can't shoot for shit. <laughs> Well, Giannis certainly disappeared in the playoffs, but my gut tells me he stays in Milwaukee. Yeah, I, think so. I think Milwaukee gives him the money. He sends it back to Greece and <laughs> converts it into ruples or whatever the fuck they use. Right. Fucking seashells. Uh, octopus and seashells. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll wrap it no up. Don't disrespect for... any of our Greek lists. No, no, of course not. Of course not. Um, I just don't know what they use for money, so. I don't either. That'll wrap up another episode of the lockdown week one edition. Our very first week one edition. Can't wait to see how miserably we failed. Um, although we were on opposite sides of, of the uh, fence on some of these picks. So we're guaranteed to get those. One, right. of, one of us is going to be right. Let, oh, that should be our strategy. We're hundred percent picking games because <laughs> we each pick the other team. I'll have to, I'll have to edit this. Uh, all right let's let's watch some football we'll recap next week mike have a good night all right brother enjoy it